Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DeGorio, and I just want to sit, talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audio books, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King, the list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to audiobooks, is just fantastic. If you're on on the road and everything and you want an audiobook and you want to download it fast, go ahead, go to Audible. You're not going to regret it. They actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on. You can actually go on ahead, go to the link, and it'll bring you up to that trial. And a matter of fact, every month, members actually get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection and access to daily news digest from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs. Another thing too, guys, that's not all they have. They also have, they also have, finish, if you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021, they have stuff for that too, like finishing more books or becoming a better parent, leader, or a person. How-to books, which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately and everything else. So if you guys are actually looking for something to maybe better yourself for 2021, go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always, until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. And with me tonight, I actually have my good friend Charlie. I also have my other friend Sean. Say hello to everybody. Hey. Hello. And tonight is going to be the night that we're actually reviewing Dexter Season 2. This is actually our after show going all the way up into the new season of Dexter. We have no clue at when the new season is going to start, but it's, we know that it's actually going to be happening. But I thought this would be a good way for us to go ahead and talk about Dexter from Season 1 all the way up until the final season until we actually have the new season. So with that being said, let's go on ahead and do a little recap. So the last time we actually saw Dexter, he wanted uh, pretty much uh, Paul lost a shoe. He winds up 
losing his shoe because Dexter drags him out of the house because he winds up beating him over the head with a frying pan because he was talking smack about Rita and about how he's not a good role model for the kids and everything. And next thing you know, Dexter hits him over the head with a frying pan. Next thing you know, Dexter winds up dragging him out of the house and puts a heroin needle in his arm and puts him in a hotel room and then also, too, calls up the cops. And next thing you know it, Paul is now taken to jail. And this is actually where it actually picks up at. And I'm actually glad that they picked up from that part of the season and everything because I really feel like that they needed to focus in on what's going to be happening with Paul through the season. What do you think? Um, I thought Paul was all talk and no show, really. I mean, all those times in season one, he, he was, like, threatening to punch Dexter, but he didn't do it. Um, he's just... He, he, he did all this talk, but Dexter was really the one that just kind of shut him up. And I think he was just, he really, like like you said, I mean, he just, I thought he was annoying, <laughs> to be honest. And I'm glad Dexter just, <laughs> put, like, just did the job that he was supposed to, like, that, like, I and mean, he didn't kill him, but he let somebody else kill him. <laughs> yeah. Right. He pretty much let his own, um, he pretty much let his own fate kill him, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. Because yeah. remember, even, right. Going ahead, Sean. Uh, yeah, and then like when he's, I guess when it does get to him, he's calling Rita, trying to get her to find some evidence to get him out. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't know. To me, like when when he's calling her, you can see how desperate he is. Even though, like you said before, he's kind of a hothead, and that's why you you hate him. And also, you know, you're cheering for Dexter the whole time. Yeah. But um, but yeah, um, you do feel kind of bad for him a little bit, don't you? For him calling, trying to get out, even though Dexter put him there, just a little bit. Not, but at the same yeah. time, you know, he's an ex ex heroin addict, a woman beater, and everything too. And you know, he's two for two on that. But the heroin addiction is not as bad as the abusing the woman that he's with. Definitely. So, so I would actually have to put him up there. He's actually that's actually what I have against him is him abusing. A woman and putting his hands on a woman mm-hmm. and that's what i have to say that i have against him so that's why i'm actually he, happy that line bars yeah and, and then he tried to lie about it too after he he entered the house he tried to hurt rita and then rita beat him up with the bat and he played the victim card but she hit me like yeah. and it, and it almost worked until dexter like I'm, t- I'm 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 like i'm done with this guy i'm taking care of it like he let his dark passenger take over and did it and that's why i mean i i didn't feel sorry for him I, even at like that he was like he he put himself in there and i just mm-hmm. got kind of mad at Jeff for like falling for it i'm like come on rita you're a dexter like seriously he's de- like paul is gonna do the same thing over and over again this mm-hmm. like this like it's a repetitive don't, right don't feel sorry for yourself and don't get angry at dexter for doing something that dexter is able to do <laughs> exactly but at the same time, though, I mean, I understand where she's coming from as well. Number one, you know, I know Sean can relate to this, though, too, with him having kids. He, she she knows that she had kids with him and everything, and he, she wants to make it work on some type of level, even though they're not together. They She still wants to have that connection with him so he can be there for the kids, at least. With him mm-hmm. being behind bars and everything, it breaks away from that connectivity with the kids. So that's another thing too that I can I can see why Rita is actually, you know, saddened by the fact that he's behind bars. 
Not and mm-hmm. I, it's not for her. It's for the kids. Yeah, because she's over him. It's just the kids are the important thing in her life aside from Dexter. That's what I got from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she just wanted, I guess, her kids to have. Yeah. Even though he Paul is a piece of shit, to have some sort of normalcy for the kids. Yeah. So hopefully he won't be as bad to them, and they can have a father figure. Even though yeah. Dexter's pretty good as, as a dad, he has fun with him. Right. You see him playing and everything. Bring him donuts. Right. Bring some donuts. Pancakes. I like the transition from the kids from like from the beginning of the season to that because they're the ones that seem to be like as soon as Paul was gone, they seemed like, hey, is Dexter our dad now? Like, because yeah. I mean, the kids were able to right. pick up on it a lot faster than Rita did. And that's what I thought was kind of cool because the kids were like, hey, um, hey, and they're, they're happy that Dexter was with like was with Rita because Dexter treats them right. Mm-hmm. Right. And another thing, though, too, that I actually want to put out there as well, you know, the, uh, we're going to get into the whole mother with the mother and everything, too, with Rita's mother. Because that's <laughs> actually something else that I didn't like. I didn't like Rita's mother. But we're going to get to that in a few. But yeah. Dexter is also trying to get over killing his brother. Dokes is also tailing Dexter in this season. Because remember... He always calls him a weirdo. He calls him a, a dex, a desk uh, geek, and everything too. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't understand what Dexter does. Doesn't care. All he wants to do is catch the bad guy and be the hero. He doesn't understand blood blood work when it comes down to forensics and how uh, that's used to actually help them and benefit them. But you know, it starts off in the bowling alley, and Dexter knows that Dokes is actually watching him. And I really love how he's just being a smart ass towards Dokes. It kind of reminds me of like Mafia, where the uh, where FBI agents are watching the Mafia, and the Mafia is over there just being a wise asses to him. Mm-hmm. And this is what I felt with Dokes. It's like, okay, I'm gonna make the best of what I have right now. So he's bowling. He he doesn't like bowling or anything like that. He's trying to fit in with the crowd like everybody else does. Like Harry taught, taught him with the coat. And then, of course, he dokes and he goes, hey, I'm going to be here all night. The bowling alley closes at 12. And Dokes just walks off and is just pissed off at him. What do you think (laughs) about that? Dokes is just creepy. I mean, even though he's a cop, he just comes off as a creepy pedophile or something. Like, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it just seems like he's stalking Dexter for absolutely, like, for whatever's crazy reason or whatever it's just he was just he's always talking because he was mad because dexter would have beat him up in a one-on-one fight i mean that, that that's was it the whole it, thing he has a hunch that there's something off by off with dexter yeah um there was there was that after that because he's like the way he he saw dexter like manhandle him a little bit at the end of season one when he's going mm-hmm. to the like seeing like seeing uh dexter's old uh like the, the crate where he was like where harry found him as a child where that brutal murder of his mother was or is that mm-hmm. was that at that was at the crate so, so dokes has got like some serious obsession over dexter's past and that's yeah. what that's yeah and then it's it, it just creepy but he's also because he got manhandled by dexter <laughs> i mean and like i well, it's, the sad true. thing the sad thing is I didn't get to see the fight between them, and I really wanted that. <laughs> <laughs> but also, too, though, I mean, you have to put it into perspective for Dokes' side a little bit, though, too. Yeah. 
He was also in the army. He also has a sixth sense when it comes down to people that are off. Mm-hmm. So, and he also was a, was is a cop, of course. So he has two things going for him that he actually goes on his hunches, his senses, and also what he learned at the police academy. Yeah, so, like as, as the series progresses, or as yeah, as the season progresses, you see that, and like his cop military intuition, like is really good, like. You don't want him to be chasing Dexter, but it's like he kind of knows something's up with him. So, I Dokes is a dick. He's still it. Like I don't know. I just don't. I don't like his character as much. But um, I mean, he sticks to his principles. Yeah. Like when he goes after uh, one of his own later on, um, another an ex an ex ranger, I believe. Yeah. Um, he has to turn him in. It's that's the law. Like he's following it. Didn't he kill him? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. does. That's right. He does. He keeps him on the boat and then just leaves, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, like he wanted to bring him in to yeah. prosecute him, and he was like, nah, I'm not going out like that. Sorry. Mm-hmm. The other problem, too, that Dokes probably had is like if he say he found with Dexter, he wasn't going to get credit for it. LaGuardia was going to steal the credit from him anyway. I mean, she's a media whore. I mean, all she wants to be is in front of the media the whole time. She doesn't have any detective principles. She has no problems selling out people. I mean, we'll get to it, but look what she did to the current boss. I mean, mean, it's it's like she's got issues. And, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of hers anyway. I I don't like her either. Her whole entire motivation is just selfishness and everything yeah but you know like i said i mean i understand to i can't even side with her though to be honest with you i can't even side with Lagreta at all because no. of how manipulative that she actually is and yeah. to be honest with you like you said all she cares is about the media and what the media thinks and she feeds off of that and everything yeah. and that's all she uses it for she only uses her title to do media it's not to actually help or benefit a case at all and yeah. Not once so that I remember in a briefing when she actually tries to help the situation. Perfect example in season one, whenever someone died, one of the criminals and everything got away with killing someone. And she winds up telling that that person, oh, your son died. Whenever, in fact, we don't even know if her son died or anything like that because we didn't see a body mm-hmm. without any a- actual evidence. So she rushed it before she could even get factual evidence. Mm-hmm. So we also see how that's actually thrown into this mix, though, too. Why she's actually demoted in this season? Yeah, in the first half. That's why I like Deb. Yeah. She's the only one that has the guts to st- stand up to a court and like read past her bullshit. Right. And matter of fact, speaking of Deborah, though, she's actually dealing yeah. with almost being a victim to her ex-fiance in this season. Uh, Rita's husband is in jail and wants Rita to help him. Like I said, this is everything that we mentioned before, but with Deborah though and stuff like that, she's dealing with a lot. She's dealing with anxiety. She's dealing with afraid of people being taken advantage of her because of the fact that she was a victim of of someone that took advantage of her because they, he was a serial killer. So she yeah. was dealing with a lot. Also, her, her pride was kind of hurt too because mm-hmm. she didn't suspect him as being a serial killer. It's like no. the whole especially early on before she meets Lundy, like her whole thing is dealing with that. How, how could she, she's supposed to be a good cop. She thinks she's a good cop. She is a good cop, but how could she let something like that get by her? Yeah. 
Well, also, too, she at at the same time you're thinking of as a villain level at that point. You're you're off the clock. You're no longer yeah. a cop. So mm -hmm. your whole entire perspective is down a lot more than what you are when you're a cop. Mm -hmm. So the perspective of everything you're, is a civilian lifestyle rather than a cop lifestyle. So, so, and then she's also opening up herself to him and mm -hmm. not having to worry about putting up a shield over her, a wall over her. So mm -hmm. that's how he can get in over her. Now, if she would have actually had her walls up and had that cop perspective, like she was still on the clock, she would have no known that there was something off with him. Yeah. She was uh, tough also, in this scene. Yeah, she was. Yeah. I mean, the person, like, what she had to go through and how she progressed through the season went on, and how, like, being, like, all scared and, like, like, and, like the fake persona of the media to then, like, flat out reading past Lila's bullshit and yeah. pretty much seeing through that and helping out her co workers. I mean, she she was a team player, um, so. Hey, Tara, you need to actually check this show out. It's really good. Um, pretty much, it's not on Netflix anymore. They took it off in December and everything. They took it off the streaming sites. Yeah, it's on right. Prime. It's on Prime, but yeah, but yes, uh, but you have to pay yes. for the add-on though. Did that's you? the problem. Yeah, that's why I actually bought the whole series for like forty bucks on uh, at Walmart. So, uh, I mean, I have Showtime. So that's I must have clicked something then. I, I thought it was just <laughs> <for> Prime. <laughs> it might still be on free for Prime. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, this show is really good. It's very intense, and also too, I like the fact that when she's exercising on the treadmill, it makes it feel like that she's actually running away from something. And yeah. that's why she's actually on the treadmill. So that's something that I really liked about that whole entire narrative. Even though she doesn't say that's what's going on, you can actually tell that's what she's trying to do is run away from the things that happened in the first season. Mm -hmm. She's also living with Dexter. Right. And this is actually pretty fun, though, seeing someone that's actually a neat freak. And <laughs> yeah. Deborah is the total opposite of that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm just like, like, drinking out of the orange juice. Yeah. <laughs> Leaving yeah. her clothes everywhere. Handcuffing a guy that, like, while Dexter walks in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Leaves for an awkward breakfast in the morning. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and I also like the line when Dexter catches them. He goes, look, I'm going to go over to Lila's house and everything. You can be free to go in and handcuff your boyfriend again if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, can bring her back. you can bring him back over. Yeah. <clears throat> But yeah, I thought that was really funny. Um, then, like I said, then you also have uh, some other stuff going on. You also have the treasure hunters going into the water, looking at the bodies that Dexter's been dropping over the over it and everything, over his boat. Yeah. And I really thought that was actually interesting that they actually brought that in. So, you know, if you ever actually watch all the other seasons, it's dealing with a killer every single uh, single season. With this mm -hmm. one, it's dealing with Dexter, about Dexter mm -hmm. if he's going to get caught or not. Yeah. So I yeah. definitely love that aspect of it. They changed it up a little bit in the second season, not focusing on a different killer every season, but rather uh, going ahead and focusing on Dexter. So that's something that I really liked. Yeah, it was like the, you, whole, the whole beginning of it, um, it was more on like, uh, Dexter's mentality. Like he was kind of losing it. He hadn't killed anyone since his uh his brother. And right. um, 
so yeah, he, and he tried to get someone, but he just wasn't feeling it. So he let him go. The guy that was doing curses. Um, yeah, and then he was to. messing up because he finally got Chino, and he was like, "Oh, this this will this will get me back to it." Um, but then finally, with the bags, he had his heart. His heart was going again because the whole time he was trying to feel something, feel alive. And I guess with the police or the divers discovering his bodies, it was scary because now he's under the the scope of the right police. On. But yeah, the radar of the police. But like, it got his adrenaline going. It it was interesting to him. Yeah, so I thought that was really cool. And also I think- that I guess. Dexter's a, p- a big polluter. He's throwing plastic into the ocean. It's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, find it interesting that they went this, I, I found it interesting that they went this route this soon. Like, immediately, like, we're just, like, getting to know these characters, and we're throwing, all right, let's, let's put a blowtorch under Dexter right now. Let, let's, let's all of his kills that he's done in his entire career that I didn't even know he killed all these people. Like, he didn't kill 18 people in season one, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> but, but having everything revealed, and not only that, he's got to. Try, he, there's so much stuff he had to deal with, and the like the, the him not being able to kill was kind of a kind of frustrating because one mm. of the Chino when he got Chino, Chino went and killed like, killed his girl's mom, yeah. and and it's just like I mean, and, and then the, the guilt Dexter had with that, and then, like and then all the times he tried to get Chino and it didn't really work out until suddenly it did. I thought that the first two episodes were a little annoying with that about Dexter losing his act to kill to a brother that he didn't really know. And he had that creepy, like, um, like obsession over like, that. He had a brother, which I thought was kind of weird. Um, but I think like, w- but once he got finally killed somebody, then, then Dexter is like, okay, so, I haven't lost this. Yeah. But also he had to deal with Rita. <laughs> yeah. You see, I was thinking this though, too. Like I was going in to it before the show with, watching the first three episodes again and i realized mm-hmm. something something similar to this this is all about dealing with guilt rita's dealing with guilt mm-hmm. because of her husband and being in jail her ex-husband being in jail because of dexter you're dealing with dexter who is actually guilty because of killing his brother deborah's being feeling guilty because of the fact that she her shield she was, was off during that time and being taken advantage of so you have yeah. three people, three characters that we actually care about in the season that's dealing with mm-hmm. guilt and shame, which is something that I really like. That that was actually the theme of the first three episodes, was them dealing mm-hmm. with guilt. How are they going to get out of that situation that they're actually in and dealing with it? So I actually like mm-hmm. that, but it does become kind of annoying because of the fact that you feel like that it's just been going on and on. Because I actually thought that the complaining and stuff like that was through like almost the whole season, but it come to find out it's only like three episodes. So mm-hmm. it's not as long as I thought it was. But, you know, if it wasn't for Dexter, Rita taking Dexter's side and mm-hmm. following mm-hmm. up with the evidence in time, Paul would have gotten out again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he would not have been in that situation where he was fighting another prisoner and then he died in prison. Mm-hmm. And you know, so she blames herself for that because she was uh, listening to Dexter, following her heart with Dexter rather than li- listen to her own self and say, hey, look, I need to go on ahead and help out Paul right now mm-hmm. and put Dexter to the side for a minute and try and get him out because there is some level of truth with this shoe, but what's the actual full context of that story? Yeah. So yeah. And, then, and that does and bite then, Dexter in the ass a little bit with him not being able to socially connect with people mm-hmm. because like Rita, like she goes to him and is talking to him like, 
like when Paul dies, it's like, hey, we're going to use this money, this five grand to throw him a funeral. And he's like, eh, the government will or the, the state will pay for it. Just use that for the college for the kids college. It's and fun. same with Deb, like Deb's having trouble and comes to him. And again, because he's he can't connect mm. social or connect to people, he's yeah. kind of like just goes over his head. <laughs> well, he's also kind of really thinking hard. about yeah. yeah. I for the for the money, I think it would have been a, like a good move for the kid. Like thinking he was thinking about the kids. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I think that was that was the smart move to spend them spend that money on the kids for their college, so you'd have that, so you can like that. I think Dexter was thinking about that. I guess he just didn't really care for Paul because of what Paul did to Rita and all that, all the hell that he put her through. And Dexter was not like he was defending his woman essentially. Yeah, and, Dexter was going the more logical route, and yeah. Rita's using Thinking her emotions. Smart, yeah. yeah, right. And that's also something too that Harry actually taught. Um, taught him though too. Hold on, we're froze up a little bit. Are you guys unfroze or is it Charlie? I'm good. I'm good. You're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. But uh, what I wanted to mention though was too was another thing that I was gonna say. I think that he was actually trying to do what Harry trained him to do was being mm -hmm. caring towards the person that. Um, Towards the person that he's actually with. And I think his way of actually trying to care for her was like, hey, why don't you go ahead and use that for your kid's college fund rather than someone that used to beat you? Yeah. So mm -hmm. his level of thinking was right, but not at the right time <laughs> or anything. Um, and then um, and then when like then then eventually Rita started questioning Dexter and asking mm -hmm. about Where'd you get the hair? Like he was a heroin. How do you know where to put the thing in the needle? And that's what when Dexter lying that he uh, he's a drug addict. And yeah, of course, LA, which <laughs> that AA, which I didn't really like that whole aspect because this is like because this is I blame Rita for Lila because <laughs> <laughs> AA, you never would have met Lila. And we'll get into her. <laughs> right. Well, remember, Dexter also, too, wanted uh, wanted to get out of AA, remember? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. in the, like, he only went for maybe 30 minutes and then left before mm -hmm. he could even get his pen. Yeah. And Reed's yeah. like, well, where's your pen at? He goes, I, I, I think I'm good. I think I can face this on my own. And yeah. she goes, Dex, if you really want to be with me, if you really want this relationship to work, you have to stay for the whole AA meeting. And then yeah. that's when uh, he meets Lila, and Lila reads him on his bullshit and everything, yeah. though, too. But so Rita really got to blame herself for this one. Dexter knew something bad was going to happen, but Rita didn't believe him, and <laughs> what we got? Yeah. <laughs> and I also love the fact that whenever Dexter uh, told her, yeah, I, I got the heroin from the evidence locker at work, he's telling her the truth. Yeah, I got yeah. the evidence evidence at work, uh, and then I went on ahead and injected into Paul's uh, veins, and then after that, I called the cops. But Rita didn't take it as him telling the truth, no, or anything. Because so, where have you been going all night, uh, everywhere, and everything like your fuck, uh, fucking Clark, fucking Kent, <laughs> and everything? Yeah. And he told her, he told her, look, I injected him into with the needle. I did what I did. But no, she thinks that he went to some dealer 
still. Yeah. And how do you know how much to actually inject into Paul? She works for the police department. I yeah. mean, it's... Well, yeah, thing I is, mean, he if, it, if he did steal it, well, which he did take it from the um, police department, his whole argument was that it wasn't... Uh, he didn't plan it. Like, he told her, was like, oh, no, it was spontaneous. Right. When actually he planned ahead to do this. Yeah. Right. So if Rita knew that his intentions from the beginning was to get rid of Paul, it might have gone down differently between them. Right. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. And then she's like, well, you're going to AA. And then that's whenever I feel like this is actually when serial killers go to AA. <laughs> that's where they meet. Right. I'm because surprised they didn't call it SKA, Serial Killers Anonymous. <laughs> that would be great. Some people show up with trumpets. Like, wait, I thought this was a ska band. Like, we, we, <laughs> ska concert now? <laughs> they could use the trumpet as a kill. I don't know, a kill weapon. I don't know what the serial killer's into. Yeah, I mean, you get like a balloon, put a bunch of like knives or something in it, and then you shove it on the trombone. And then you just really <laughs> But let's talk about little Chino for a minute, though, too. This uh, He gets introduced into episode two with Waiting to Exhale, which is actually a perfect episode, like you said, whenever his heart starts up, uh, Sean. Mm. And it feels like to me, though, too, it's like watching a tiger or a lion watch his prey. The way he's actually stalking yeah. Chino through the glass with the, with his eyes. And yeah. he's like, ooh, I need to go ahead and get him. And, of course, Chino is this big old huge seven-foot dude that you don't even want to mess with in the first place. Which which made me laugh when they first showed him when Dokes is walking him in. Because Dokes is so short and Chino's so tall. I'm like, god damn. <laughs> and the funny thing is he used to be a football player, a pro football player. Chino or Dokes? Uh, Chino. Chino used to be a pro football. I forgot Makes what sense. team he played for. But <laughs> I thought they picked the perfect person to play little Chino because that dude is was built like a brick. Yeah. And no, I'm like, no. if I was Dexter, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to even fool with you. <laughs> Pass on this one. <laughs> He's not touching like the 10-foot <laughs> But I like what Dexter says. He goes, but I'm up for the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> and well, the hunt. So he... Pretty much, he captures Ch little Chino first. He cut and brings him over to where the witch doctor was, the voodoo guy was, and that's of course when little Chino wakes up, and that's, that's when Dexter good. is trying to put him back on the table and all that stuff. But Chino runs out. Uh, you were gonna say something though, Charlie? No, I was just reacting like he Dexter could have used some sort of like essentially him not killing is like is like a, like it's like the like ED. Like, he needed a pill or something to kill. <laughs> <laughs> to I'll tell you what. If... <laughs> that murder I would have messed with him. <laughs> I'm not making fun of E.T. I just thought that's what Dexter needed. That's that's the, his condition. Because he was struggling to kill. Like, he, like, multiple people he let go because he couldn't kill. And he's like, yeah. he, had, he, had, he had something and like he needed something like some sort of like thing to cure him of whatever was going on with him. Because like I said, I mean, him, if he didn't kill, 
people like criminals would still be in society. So he's like an, definitely an anti-hero. So he needed to do. He needs to him not killing led to somebody else dying. That was an innocent person. Definitely, and I felt like too. He was like in a slump, like he, uh, like baseball player would be or something like that. He goes like, "I'm in a slump here. I need to do something." Mm-hmm. He sees Chino. I'm ready. I'm going to take him down. I like how at first he tries to do a tranquilizer gun with Chino right. to take him down, and there's a party going on, and Chino yeah. winds up. Um, Catching Dexter in the act. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I've been waiting for you. And then all his yeah. buddies come out. And the next thing you know, Dexter runs off. He's in the sewer. So then he's like, he tells the evidence guy again, look, I'm having problems with snakes now. Before it was alligators elega- um, or something. And now he's dealing with snakes. Do you have anything for snakes? And he goes, here you go. <laughs> this buddy. Not, so, yeah, just not shot here. Here, take this. Here, have some extra ammo too. You're at it. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't even—you know what? He doesn't even realize. They don't even realize that he's actually helping them to commit murder. So, <laughs> it's Florida. There's a lot of dangerous wildlife there. Right, a lot. In Florida, man. In Florida, man. <laughs> but you know, like I said, this is also too when um, Agent Lundy comes in, takes over the Bay Harbor butcher case. In a briefing, he says that the Bay Harbor Butcher and I, the Ice Killer aren't connected. Deborah is still going through PTSD after what it has shown with Brian. We see that inside the bar where someone just touches her shoulder. She goes back, turns around, slaps him, and, well, yeah. busts his nose and mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, uh, that's, when, uh, that's when he starts the car killer, right? The car yeah. car salesman. That's where he sees him oh, for yeah, the first yeah. time. I think yeah. That yeah, that's, yeah, that's when they it's introduced like, the uh, the car salesman. Yeah, I think Which I yeah, Dexter Ke- This is right after Dexter killed Chino. So he finally got over his hump. He killed mm-hmm. Chino. Now he's finding his next prey to stalk, essentially. Yeah, he's got a sweet minivan. Yeah. Where, where <laughs> he can take the kids out to the beach or put dead bodies in, whichever. <laughs> yeah. Whatever mood he's feeling. He didn't plan on buying it. And even the local artist is like, hey, hey, Dexter, what's up with the minivan? I did like that moment a lot. I wrote that down. I was like, that's a sweet moment with LaGuarda. I do have to say, what's up with the mom mobile is what she says. That was actually pretty funny. Yeah, a little ball muscle. um, (laughs) And then Lundy, like when they introduced him during the press, he he didn't like the, uh, the Bay Harbor Butcher name. And Dexter's like, Finally, someone we we agree with in his mind. I mean, that's what I always loved about Dexter. Those inner thoughts of his. I mean, it's like the very sarcastic thoughts. Remind me of Daria. She was a serial killer. Like they said, thoughts. Definitely. <laughs> but yeah, I, I didn't like the Bayheart for butcher name anyway. Like I mean, like I thought, like I mean, it could have been a different name. It's just it's kind of made Dexter look bad. And really, it didn't. He was he was like, and then how suddenly all eighteen of those bodies were found in that same location. It's like, huh? That's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> then on top of that, you also had comic books being written about the Bay Harbor butcher. You also mm-hmm. had people storming the police station, wondering if. It was anybody of their loved ones and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, at the same time and everything, uh, the person that took over for Loretta and everything um, is actually going through some own life issues of her own with her boyfriend cheating on her, might be cheating on her or not. 
and things like that, yeah. interfering with her police work. We see that actually happening when LaGretta confronts her and everything about, a ca about the case. And she goes, oh, yeah. what was that? Uh, and everything. And then next thing you know it, she turns around and I'm froze. <laughs> That's a great face, Sean. <laughs> Mm -mm. <laughs> yeah, uh, he'll be back. So yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, Guerta, and then, and then we'll, we'll discuss what really happens with the boyfriend. But it's like, like, yeah, and I'm I'm not a huge fan of Guerta. It's just, um, yeah, like so watching this before he, the reveal that Guerta's sleeping with Asme, like, yeah, I was like, man, why did I always hate Guerta? Like, I don't, like, I was like, maybe I, I must be remembering the season wrong. And then when it showed. LaGuardia with him, I was like, that's why I remember yeah. now. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and then, of course, the police station being home to, like, in that facility of all 18 of those bodies. And yeah, then open up the outside morgue. Yeah, the outside morgue, and it was very, like, the ventilation. I'm like, how Dexter knew the whole intricates of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, John froze again. <laughs> yeah, and then like uh, Dexter meets is it L Lila? Right? Yeah, at the, the AA, AA. And then like, remember they go out on like on their first uh, thing together. Yeah, and, like, they just go out and steal art. <laughs> like yeah, she hit, like, uh, yeah, they just go steal art. Like like, and then it's like it's a, well that that was this was after Rita meets and like hey here's my sponsor and then you knew Rita's face like oh shit what did I just do. Like she knew, like deep oh, down, yeah. Lila was gonna be a problem. It's like I'll, I'll see you in an hour, and she sees Lila. It's like, Ooh. she thought it was like the 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 other dude. Yeah, glasses or whatever. I mean, I, Lila didn't look. She, she wasn't pretty. She was kind of a. She was kind of a skink. <laughs> She's okay. I don't. I didn't like her acting. I guess I thought it was over the top. Yeah. Like, super. Dramatic. I call. I mean, I called her a succubus. <laughs> I can see that. It's actually, to be honest with you, especially, especially how she takes advantage of Batista and, and everything too, and yeah, um, how she uses and, him. And the to quote one of my like one of my like favorite favorite wrestlers in AEW. Her name is Doctor Britt Baker. She, like, there's a wrestler that showed up, and she was very creepy looking, blood coming out of her face. And um, the quote was, "That bitch needs to find Jesus." <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, <laughs> that's what Lila needs to because she's definition of sociopath. She's like, Oh, you're leaving me, right? No, I can't have that. I need you to come back. Um, and it's like then mm -hmm. yeah. Then um, she try and get this Dexter's not even trying to leave her at all to begin with at first, and then she yeah. decides she's gonna try and burn down um her house. Yeah. That was after the road and everything. trip. Yeah, the road yeah, trip. Yeah. Dex finds out that one of the killers uh, of his, his mother man. is still alive. And then he takes right. Lila with her and and to go uh, with him to go on the trip. And Dexter beats the crap out of the guy and he can't really kill. And it has the awkward moment in the hotel where she, he sleeps on her lap. Yeah. And that's yeah, and then it's just then then she starts becoming power hungry and or succubus like a fun from all man like Dexter's mind. What? I think oh. it was before that though, because let me let me tell you this. 
as he's as Dexter's talking to his girlfriend Rita mm -hmm. on the phone. Here's Lila taking off her clothes oh, to go yeah. take a shower. The door yeah. is opened. You can yeah. see everything. So she wants him to look. She wants him to watch. Yeah. And everything. So she's already trying to suck him in right then and there. Yeah. You know, but he doesn't act on it. He winds up leaving so he can go kill somebody instead. Yeah. And then and he couldn't do it. Like I think Lila like, kind of told him not to do it. And then, then they get back and stuff. And then, then Lila's like getting more power hungry. And then, then we get the divorce. The, then the breakup. Because what? Or well, before we go to the breakup, we got to talk about Rita's mom because she was a problem. You know what? Yeah, let's talk about her. Rita's mom for me was a total bitch. To be honest with you, absolutely. You know. <laughs> Yeah, like she, like apparently, I guess, did Rita cut her out or did she step away when she was dating Paul? I think remember? she left. I think she left when she was dating Paul. Because I know, like, she, like, Rita mentions that, oh, you went away from us and now you're trying to come back in our lives. And she kind of ruins, she instead of helps, she kind of ruins the relationship between Dexter because she was the one that kept forcing Dexter. Hey, bring Rita. I bring Lila. Bring her along. Mm -hmm. And and that's when that's when Rita got like hesitant with Dexter because of mm -hmm. Lila, and it's all because of Rita's mom. And because Rita's mom finds the uh, finds the needle, and he, and he, and then like how Dexter's an AA, and Rita, Rita's mom doesn't approve of it. Like, oh, you're you're just dumb. You're going back down the same situation you did with Paul. Rita's like, no, no. And then and Rita's mom's just being all over the place. And then like then you find out more about why she's why she's free because she got fired from her from her teaching job and how nobody would hire her. Rita's mom is a problem, and, and like it's 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 the apple. Unfortunately, the apple didn't fall far from the tree. Unfortunately, she's just like super judgmental to Dexter without really mm -hmm. even knowing. Him. No, without knowing him and how long how, what Rita, what Dexter's done to help Rita. And through their relationship and all through the kids, all that stuff. I mean, Rita's mom was just terrible. That like that kind of like gummed up. and then and Rita's mom was the one that led to discussion. What I, well, a it was because uh, when Rita and Dexter were going to, were going to the, his place, they Lila claw calls and Rita hears the the phone call about our fun field trip. Uh, yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Felt bad for her. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I think I played it off pretty good. You know, then uh, <laughs> what? Mom went great. Uh, yeah. But you know, I didn't say anything about our spontaneous road trip that we took or anything. Yeah. But other than that, though, I yeah. think dinner was great. And all of a sudden, Dexter's trying to reach for the phone. Right yeah. away. Rita, Rita leaves, and then Dexter's being as confused as he is because he's never been in a relationship before. He thinks they're broken up. And then he goes to confront Lila and chokes her out, and he ends up doing her. I'm like, seriously, he choke her, and then, then he has sex with her the first time. Yeah. And then afterwards, Rita calls him, hey, I want. I, I didn't like how things ended, which leads Dexter to be like so like confused in the head, and that's when they have the conversation, did you sleep with Lila? And Dexter goes, not that night. Yeah. And he's, he essentially he's telling <laughs> the truth, and he kind of he was telling the truth and kind of honest. Yeah. He was being honest. 
And he goes, not that night. And then that's when Rita kicks him out. Um, and then that's when, and then that's when he starts getting more involved with Lila. And that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's when he gets more involved with Lila. And not only that, then as time goes on, he realizes that he's, she's not really good for him after all, even though she can actually connect with him with the dark passenger yeah. thing, you that's know, it. on that level, <clears throat> it's um, not on that level that he thought it was actually going to be. So he tries leaving her. Lila uh, goes on ahead, tries to burn down his, trying to burn her down apartment. her home. Her, yeah, her apartment and also the art uh, gallery thing that she was trying to yeah. sell as well. Just because she had mm-hmm. that thing sold for over $20,000 or more. And she burned that. Yeah. yeah. She did it because and... uh, when they're about to have sex in this other random person's house, uh, Cody. Um, uh, Rita's uh, like son called Dexter. Hey, I need your help with the project because the kids <laughs> they, think they don't they don't understand. They ask Cody asked Dexter, "Can you show up to my project to help me out with this?" And Dexter's like, "Sure." And Lila's like, "I don't think you should do that." And Dexter's like, "I'm gonna do it anyway." So he does it, and then he he ignores her phone call the first time. <laughs> That's what lets her her being like, "I'm gonna burn down yeah. my apartment." <laughs> Just super obsessive. Yeah. Like cleany, very mm-hmm. cleany. <laughs> I definitely agree. I mean, not only that, but also too, it was like a project that was supposed to be for history for the kid and everything, yeah. and he was doing a good job with it. Lila's trying to interfere with it and everything. Yeah. She does not like how much time that Dexter and him are actually yeah. uh, Dexter and the kids are actually spending together or anything like yeah. that. For example, is when you know Batista starts dating her. And he goes, oh, you know, yeah. and then at that point, he's already back with Rita, but he's like, hey, Dex, I think it would be a good idea if you don't come mm-hmm. because I'm trying to work it out um, because Dexter and Rita are trying to work things out and everything. Next thing you know, I think, it, somehow or another, she sucks him into it. Yeah, I think they weren't like at the time they were getting like, like Dexter was just being there. They weren't back to full dating until like maybe like the last episode or so, or like we're like episode beforehand. Um, they're back getting there. Um, but it was like, Lila's like trying to get on to Batista, the Dexter's warning Batista, like, don't do this. Don't fall for her. Um, and then, um, while that was all going on, like they're, um, Dexter's been like trying to like throw them all like, uh, Dexter meets Lundy. And that first confrontation between Dexter and Lundy at the uh, the, the train yard or whatever, mm-hmm. asking Dexter, "Hey, like, well, they did put it like before all this started. Like, they, Lundy puts together a task task force, and they any any like because uh and that that that, that t- consist of Masuka, who's just like weird, <laughs> yeah, as the lead forensic team or whatever the guy he calls himself. Then you have Angel as part of the team." couple other guys and then his last pick was deb and deb did at the time didn't pick up on it like why me i'm going for stuff why'd you pick me and then how she takes full command of that position i thought that was cool and how that's led to the downfall of dokes because dokes was pissed because he didn't get picked yeah well it's kind of like a not a backhanded comment but it was like hey you're like when when he talked to lundy about being on the for or the task force yeah lundy was like you're more of a lone wolf. You, you do a good yeah. job what you do, but you're not a team player. And that's kind yeah. of what I'm looking for. Yeah. And that's what led Dokes to get more interested in mm-hmm. Dexter. 
I mean, Doke's finding out Dexter is an AA, and then Deb's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> that he helped got, him for a little bit. That helped yeah, Dexter for a then, little bit. It got Doke's off him, and then 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 Doke start getting more infested in Dexter. Like Dexter, like intentionally like stabbing his tires. He's like, you owe me a new car. Um, and then like that just led to more of Dokes chasing after Dexter. And um, yeah, and then like, we were just like going over the task force pretty much because that, that, that's a big pivotal part. And then then all the people on it and then the information, how Deb takes full command of it. And then the interesting one was that little manifesto Dexter sends them. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's in episode seven when he sends the manifesto. The yeah. manifesto is actually one of my favorite episodes because it's like a cat and mouse game that he's actually fooling around with them. It's all yeah. a bunch of jumble. Basically, it's just a bunch of BS. It's a bunch of stuff yeah. that doesn't make any sense or anything like that. And he just threw a bunch of random quotes together. Some book, uh, some, some books uh, with some quotes, mm-hmm. uh, movie quotes, different things, yeah. just to get people yeah. on their toes. And even Batista's getting in on it. And then, of course, you yeah. also have. Masuka, he's actually getting in on it. And then yeah. the only person, then finally, after a couple of days of this going on, Lundy goes, It's about, it's not about shit. They're like, what? <laughs> no, he picks up on it, like, immediately, because Lundy's that good. Mm-hmm. I-, I liked him. I liked his character. I think he's just, like, he's just like, he just, like, that, um, Robert, he's a Carradine. I forgot his like, first name. Um, he, he just plays that type of guy, kind Lundy, of like that. Yeah. Yeah, like um, like his real his after name. Um, oh. I think his last name Carradine. I um, I forgot his first name, but he's he's David Carradine's brother, one of his brothers. Um, he uh, like it's so, like him being able to pick up on this, and then also, well, the reason he picks Dexter is because Masuka's creeping the heck out of him, and it was like, right? See, London <laughs> because getting London creeped too. out. Yeah, remember too, though. It's okay, but remember too, Deborah was even getting jealous at the amount of time that Dexter's even yeah. getting. Yeah. And he thought yeah. that was, she thought it was because Dexter, uh, he liked Dexter, but it comes to find out, though, he was only uh, doing it to get away from Basuka, uh, which, which I thought was funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that dude creeps um, me out. Um, and then, like, also while this is going on, while Dexter's focused, like, like send them if he's focusing on his past trying to find out this case file about what really happened between like i think he's getting more information regarding that he's listening to um like a tape and he hears uh his father harry talking to his mom and it turns out and then he finds out the two of them were having an affair so really like that's why and that's that 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 got the interest and dokes is interested in this and so, and when Dokes is interested, that Dexter is like wondering why. And then this led to the big explosion in the office when Dexter headbutts Dokes, and Dexter's walking out intentionally so Dokes can clock him, make him bang his head on the desk. And that's what led Dokes to get caught off the team and get demoted. And then also too, uh, this is also what ends up being where he actually becomes a suspect in the whole entire investigation because yeah. then they actually find out that they think that there's somebody inside the inside of all the Princeton that is yeah. actually committing these murders. So yeah. even whenever they even investigate Dexter though, it's like, okay, the top of the line blood splatter analyst. And you mean to tell me you let 
this killer go because of the fact that you're overworked? Just yeah. 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 And then yeah. they ask then of course Dokes gets involved, you know, gets interrogated as yeah. well. And I forgot what the, then, uh, what the quotes was from that. Do you guys remember? I think it's something that, like Dokes gets involved because they're asking Dokes like the reason this case fell flat asking about this case is because your blood splatter is overlooked and Dokes mm-hmm. immediately picked up like Dokes knew it was Dexter that mm-hmm. so that's why Dokes left and he like left the interview and Harry uh, and um, Lundy kind of let, let him go because he was just taken back like wow Dokes just left the interview mid sentence he's like we still got more to discuss and Dokes like I'm done. And then that led to like Dokes fight going into Dexter's apartment and stealing the blood slides. Yeah. While Dexter's out, I forgot where Dexter was. Um, he was doing something. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, no, he was what he was at the bowling alley because I think because yeah. uh, uh, he was he got a call because he's trying to distance up from Lila and Lila was like, eh, like go to the bowling alley. And at the at, at first, when you see her writing the location on the wall, I was like, "Okay, that's just her being obsessive, just so she knows where it is." And then um, they go to the bowling alley, and then that, well, that's while I I believe this is where Wild Doke steals the slides. I'm thinking I'm I could be 100 percent wrong, but and then then when they're leaving, um, Batista and Masuka are driving at. Um, the guy that Dexter didn't kill, but the killer that one of the killer's moms shows up at the bowling alley, tries to stab Dexter. If yeah. Lila didn't say anything, Dexter would have gotten stabbed. And Dexter def- like, gets the knife off him while while Lila's calling police, being the damsel in distress that she was in that moment. And then all of a sudden, you see Masuka pull out his Magnum gun. And it's like, where'd you get that? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know my life. <laughs> 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 that um, made me laugh, though, him pulling up that gun, but it also yeah, takes Dexter off, too. <laughs> that was knowing, a gun. Yeah, that was. And then did anybody get the plates? And and, and then everybody's like, um, no, 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 no. Dokes didn't get the slides then. I think Dokes got the slides while Dexter was killing um, the guy in the cabin. I That's think. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah the guy who killed his, pa- his, his mom. Yeah, yeah, he killed okay, yeah, Gavin. Yeah. Um, and then that's how Dokes got the slides. And then after Dokes, uh, after uh, Dexter killed the guy, he's looking for his wallet, and he finds this post-it note of the location of the bowling alley. And that's when he, that's when Dexter pisses that Lila tried to get the like Lila is involved the whole thing, mm-hmm. and that and that's what led Dexter to this explode on that. And then, um. Yeah, that, that that that's when things start. Isn't that when Lila then goes to Rita's house? I think yeah. she went. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She like she like after Dexter confronts her, like you're you're gonna leave them alone, or my passenger is gonna come out and get you. And I think after she was scared for that, then you see the shadow of her in Rita's apartment because I think that Dexter was there at in the cabin. He gets the phone call from Rita. Hey, Dexter. Um. You're the only one that has the keys, right? And then he's like, "Rita, get your kids out of the apartment now." And then that—that's when he gets uh, the cops involved, and he shows up. And then that's when he's like, "He like after everything's clear, he stays out, then he sleeps outside the whole night." And that's where he leaves the body at the cabin. Yes. Right. Now he has to go back and get it at some point. Yeah. 
Um, and then, and then he's, and then, yeah. Oh, go ahead, John. Yeah. And then that's also too, where we actually have it to where Dokes is following him even more closely and everything too, because Dokes is also missing, which he's also now a suspect. And then also too, with Lila, she also yeah. drugged the nanny with Dexter syringe that he actually has to drug the his victims yeah. because she found out that Dexter was going to try and kill her. Yeah. yeah. And everything. Um, so. Yeah. Um, and it was like, favorite, it was. Oh, go ahead, John. Favorite, it's okay. My favorite line, though, from Lila was, please excuse my tits. Whenever. Uh, uh, when Deb <laughs> finds the bullshit. Like, Deb read her so hard. Like, you really gonna stay with that bitch? Uh, yeah, like, I mean, seriously, she's damaged goods. Like, you know, I'm like, don't fall for this. Like, like Deb knew instantly when she when he saw her. He's like, Dexter's not here. Oh, what? You just picked up that Dexter's not at work? <laughs> like, this nonchalant, like, fashion three, like that. Um, but it was like, um, like, Dokes was in Haiti trying to get the analysts on the blood slides. But the, the interesting thing is because because uh, when Dexter spent the night at Rita's outside, he noticed these two ca- these two cars following him, like two guys following him in the car, and he thought it was somebody re- related to Dokes, and he's like, "All right, should I go home and get dressed to go to work, or should I go get this body? I'm going to do the safer thing. My body can wait." So he goes to work, and then um, and then um, and then. Then, 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 then that's when um, I think at some point they like they like they called like they asked Dexter I think either uh, Deb is in the uh, either Deb's at the house with them and then they the, the uh, officers yeah. knock on the door Mr. Morgan we need you to come with us yeah he and, finds out that his slides are missing so he's yes. assuming that yeah he's assuming somebody has him. yeah like yeah. the the, gov- the right. yeah federal yeah. Lundy already has him so yeah. and and then he gets escorted in and they talked about like that. And all the things that's been leading up of Dexter getting caught. And then they said, you know this guy very well. Our our our, our number one target is Sergeant James Dokes. Yeah. And and then Dexter's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Cause, because cause they're the they, ones that had the slides. Yeah. But they got them from the trunk of Dokes. Right. Of his car. While he was in Haiti. While he was like flying, like when he's flying to Haiti to get a guy, like an, an independent guy to look at it that he knew from his like Navy SEALs days to get a look at the slides, but he asked for the money first or whatever first before. And I was like, that was not a smart move by Dokes. And yeah. then LaGuardia being his boy toy is like calling him up, telling him, hey, um, J- James, they found your slides. I'm like, so LaGuardia is kind of being an accomplice in this. Right. <laughs> And also, too, I, my favorite line that Dexter says, all my old friends came to rat me out, talking about his slides that he has. Yeah. And yeah. then the funny thing is, then you have the FBI agent, Lundy, who says, De- asked De- Dexter, can you go ahead and analyze these slides for me? <laughs> so yep. all this work that uh, James was going to do, now Dexter's going to do, even though he already yeah. knows what what's on those slides already. You could probably even pick out which ones are the victims, what the names are, but I don't even have to analyze them. And then right before that whole thing happened, like he had, they had FBI guys, like, like, I mean, before all this happened, they had Deb and, uh, Deb, Deb Lundy and, um, Batista were looking at this old case, this old case file. And, and then that's what led them to keep investigating what's going on with this. And then that's when they picked up, like, 
somebody took a car from the parking lot of our MPD and they put it back there. And that's when they picked it up because Deb and Batista didn't believe it was one of their own. And the two of them were like, oh, shit, one of us is the, uh, the, and that's what led to the uh, Lundy having all these FBI guys come in there and these tech analysts that weren't really, didn't really know what to do. Mr. Morgan, can you get your password and stuff? And Deb, <laughs> and Deb was like, I can through that. Nope, nope, but we're good. You're good. We don't need you. And then Dexter comes back at the one like, just watch this. Um, yeah. You guys know what you're doing, right? Yeah, he's like, he's like, make sure, um, yeah, watch these slides. They're just in. It's like, oh, we'll come back in 12 hours. They're like, no, 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 stay here, monitor the temperature. It can't go above this. Um, yeah. I'll be back and check on you guys. <laughs> yeah. And then that's whenever he goes on ahead and tries to get the body out of the cabin. Yeah. That's also yeah. when he goes in there. And that's when surprise motherfucker joke shows up at the cabin because he tracked, I think he had a tracker on Dexter's boat because Dexter has been under, is under FBI guard. Front right. And back. He has to out of his own, own apartment to get away he from the FBI agent. And then, yeah. Oh, Blu-ray addict said something. He says, I'm almost done rewatching season one of Dexter. I have two episodes left. I haven't rewatched it in years. Looking forward to the revival. Definitely. You know what? That's actually a perfect name for Dexter. <laughs> for this uh, for this new season is no Dexter Morgan revival. Yeah, that's actually perfect. Um, I mean, yeah. Morgan's, uh, resurrection. <laughs> right. That's the new title for the <laughs> Matrix. But uh, right. but yeah, so Dexter has to sneak out of his own apartment and take his boat to get to the location. And then unbeknownst Dexter, Dokes probably had had that bug, so Dokes knew exactly where the cabin was, and that's what led to a struggle between the two of them. More, Dokes. Being the guy that he is, can't really fight a hand-to-hand. He has to use the weapon against Dexter, and he shoots Dexter in the leg. Yeah. Um, Don't forget, Dexter, yeah. in Dexter's defense, though, he knows jiu-jitsu. Because remember, yeah. uh, <laughs> Dokes actually asked him, he goes, what would a nerd need for advanced jiu-jitsu? He goes, yeah. an extra elective. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah. But yeah, Go Dexter on. gets the upper hand and puts uh, and has, ends up putting Dokes in a cage. Um, yeah. And Dokes trying to plead with him the whole time. I'm like, this is not you, Morgan. We can t- turn yourself in. This is going to be way bad for you and all that stuff. While Dokes is trying to get away in a sense. Um, and then I think the next morning, that's when Rita shows up and they're trying to reconcile. Um, they weren't fully at the, uh, uh, they weren't fully at the uh, back to dating mode, but they're reconciling. Um, and Dokes is trying to cover his leg because it's uh, almost bleeding through a little bit. Um yeah, the thing with Dokes also leads to him looking more into his father. Yeah, yeah, his past. What really happened to his father? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, and, well, and he's like, yeah. Oh, go ahead, John. Oh yeah, and also too, don't forget about the guy with the cocaine that he killed, and then the guy who's actually after the cocaine comes in yeah. and everything. And you go, and Dexter's like, well, I wonder if he knows about the cabin because if he knows about the cabin, that means that I'm gonna be dead. I'm gonna be dead whenever this guy comes in. So he goes, yeah, yeah I have it. Um, meet me at the cabin. He doesn't even know what yeah. the cabin is. And then all of a sudden, a couple of hours later, he's like, I'm at the cabin. I want my I want my cocaine. Yeah. Do you think he was worried about that, or was he worried about the guy finding dokes in there? And maybe that guy harming Dokes, because mm. it because it does even like when because the whole time when this is going on, he's also fighting. If should I turn myself in? Yeah, or should Dokes take the fall? 
So yeah. he does have some sort of where he wants to protect Dokes a little bit yeah. until he comes down to it and he's like, hey, I got a personal life and you don't. So Yeah. And um, another thing, though, know. right. And then Dokes is also trying to tell him, look, you have a conscience now. You have a conscience. You, that code and everything that you were taught is total BS and everything. You have a reason you don't have to do this or anything. He goes, no, I got to do this and everything. Sorry, but there's no other way. Because at that time, he, the guy who ac actually has the found the cabin, who, has the coca uh, who wants the cocaine, comes in. Dexter knocks him out. He puts him on the table. And Dokes goes, what the hell are you doing? Goes, I'm sorry, I got to do this. And then he has the yeah. puts the plastic wrap up and everything, and he's just pleading with him. And then all of a sudden, yeah. you see the blood splatter go over to the uh, wrap, and then uh, and of it course, Dokes is just horrified by the time he un yeah. revealed Dokes. He goes, just yeah. get the just get the fuck away from me, is yeah. what he said. Yeah. And then well, that's what caused the flashback to yeah. remember his dad saying that to him. Yeah, and yep. then um. But what also happened too is like when uh, Dokes is trying to get a cell phone because he knows the cell phone and Dexter's like, oh, yeah. So he steals the cell phone. But also before he killed the guy that killed his mom with the same way with the chainsaw. And that was like seeing him with the chainsaw. Yeah. And he's got this face shield on. And then the guy he killed, like I said, he and then he he intentionally gave Dokes a water bottle. But not unbeknownst <laughs> to Dokes, it was drugged. So Dexter can get his fingerprints to put him on the weapons and then kick him off into the uh, in, into the water so the scuba team would find it and they just to add more to Dokes. And then um and then this with everything that was going on, and then um and then um and like so then Dokes is like getting set up for this, all the weapons, and then keep killing the guy, and then um then he's getting more and then him and um him and Reed are getting back together with the kids that are on the boat. And what do we know? We thought we got rid of Lila. Nope. She shows up. She's stalking them. Goes in the steals De in Dexter's car, steals this GPS thing. And then that, and that's also when she does her fake, uh, Oh, um, I got raped by Batista. Cause she took some mm -hmm. roofing. Yeah. And, at, yeah. and that's what led Deb to finding out that this is bull crap. So her going to, Read a Lila telling her, you need to get out. I want to rest your ass, essentially. Like, kind of threatening her. And then once Deb left... Because yeah. she was using a fake... Uh, she was using yeah. an alias. Her fake alias. And how, like, and like how like Deb was using her police work. And she was, like, fully serious getting this girl out. Mm -hmm. And then... Then Lila, like, finds the GPS. And then the end of one of the episodes, I think it was episode 11, is... She goes to the cabin and hears Dokes yeah. asking for help, and then Lila goes in there asking what's going on here, and and she's like, "Oh, poor Dexter," yeah. and Dokes like, "Oh shit," and then Lila turns on the gas, turns on the propane. Dokes trying to get out, and then um, and then, and then when he can't, and then the explosion happened. That was after Dokes escaped, found these two guys in a boat. Turns out they wanted the coke. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, he was a, Dexter... a policeman, and then he goes, "Oh, policia, no!" And next thing you know, it he, he's right back where he was. They put him back in the cage again. Feel bad for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> having a bad couple of days. Yeah, and yeah. then before, and then Florida's trying to plead his case, saying he's not the Bay Harbor Busher. Look, I have these notes, yeah. and then one he's like, oh, "I'm sorry." The sad thing is, you might be right. But you're an accomplice because you called him, and then and then her playing the victim card here, and then Deb's not buying it. I'm like, 
that's bull crap. I'm like, she's like, and then LaGuardia's playing, the, like, the, and then she was the really, she, her, Dokes' mom and sister, and Dexter were the only ones to show up to his funeral. Nobody else did because they didn't really, that. And then Lila, like, finding out that. And then when Dexter finds out that Lila, no, and he approached, like, he was about to, like, we're gonna, like go to the aquarium. We're going to go on a trip. Just yeah. get ready. And then Dexter is hiding in the background with his stuff, and he's got the syringe. And then when he shows, oh, and when he when he sees like, somebody then, or he almost injects Deb. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then and then Lila steals stuff, finds out it was the weapons, and then that's when she realizes that. And then she was about to turn him in as the Bay Harbor Butcher with the with the materials and stuff. And then that's what Lila being to inject the, the nanny, steal the kids, and go back to her burn up apartment. And then you see the giant ugly portrait of Dexter that she painted. <laughs> The funny um, thing is, Batista also helped with that design, though. And Batista didn't yeah. even realize that he was painting Dexter. Yeah. Which I thought was and actually kind of creepy, but also funny, though, at the same time. Because yeah. all he knew was he was just creating art with Lila. It was just something that they were doing together. And also, yeah. too, it also led, that also led up to Batista and her actually sleeping together. Yeah. I was going to say, he had something else on his mind. Oh. Yeah. yeah. He was making of his bill in his head. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, okay. Um, so we're gonna have sex after I get done doing a picture of Dexter. After <laughs> so right? I finish this wall, right? <laughs> yeah, if my, if my walls. I'm gonna be thinking about Dexter while I do it with you, but yeah, we can still do it. I mean, and then, and then the how they find her DNA, she popped yeah. popcorn on this thing. <laughs> I give like uh, Batista credit because Dexter does warn him about her, and he's yeah. like, "Man, I just want to have some fun. I just need to get rid of like all this yeah. stuff going on with my divorce and everything." Yeah. She's gonna and use then, you. Uh, That's good. Yeah, he's like, "That's fine with me." Yeah, and then like, and then um, and then so Lila steals the de the two kids after uh, Rep, uh, Rita and Dexter are officially back together, and the kids are happy. Like, "Hey, Dexter, you're back. That's awesome." And then the kids are at Lila's, so she burns her apartment again, trying to burn all of them with them. Luckily, the kids are out, and how Dexter is able to get that strength to like go through that wall. Oh, that was, that was pretty cool. And then, um, Deb contemplating her future with Lundy, who's moving to another area and Deb was about to go. And then she's at the taxi. He's like, Rrr! she's like, fine. Like I'll stay and help my brother. And then luckily she shows up and I'm like, and it, how'd you know us here? Um, uh, you're one of your, like read his neighbor saw this shady looking woman walk. So I knew instantly he was with Lila. <laughs> so Lila escapes and Deb and uh, and like Dexter was able to get out, and the kids were safe, so that was cool. And then, um, then the other, then the uh, the I think my favorite part of the season, well, I was in Paris or whatever, and then she sees the postcard, <laughs> yeah, and he shows up. Hello, I gotta make this quick, oh, <laughs> and yeah. he, he gets her. That was like that was my yes, like finally getting her, and then stabbing her. I'm like, I was about to say, it's like. If he was thinking about keeping that body, how is he going to get that on the airplane? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You know, uh, I know before he was probably hesitant about killing Lila because she didn't really meet that code that Harry had. Yeah. But with all the messed up stuff that she'd done, she killed somebody, which is against Harry's code. She's already uh, kidnapped the kids, which was against Harry's code. Everything that Lila did was against Harry's code, including faking uh, that you got raped by somebody with the roofies and everything when that didn't even happen. 
So everything that led up to that was Lila's um, doing and everything. Yeah. So I thought it was perfect on the way that Dexter actually handled that. And uh, that's actually. I just saw one of the chats. One of our friends, Sean, is on there. Uh, Nick. Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, okay. Fire and bacon. <laughs> I just picked up on that, but yeah. And then her, him getting, him getting Lila was the best part of that of that whole, the whole season. Um, and a seeing Dokes go out like that, it was kind of that was kind of sad. But that was the only highlight of Lila finally getting the Dokes, and then Laguerta playing the sad card, the whole victim card here. Woe is me. I got my job back, but I lost. I lost my. I lost dopes. The only one that understands me that I have no problem to, like pushing. I'm like, I'm surprised he was able to like work with her all this time because Laquerta like ripped him off, like took credit for something that she didn't do or whatever. And it's just like, um, so I was happy seeing her upset because I don't. I, I just I didn't want anything nice happen for Laquerta, and she didn't. She doesn't deserve it, but. And Another then, thing, though, um, too, we've got to mention the plot twist with Loretta, though, with the boyfriend. She was sleeping with the boyfriend, yeah, she so she never boyfriend to get her job back. <laughs> and then once she got her job back, the boyfriend still wanted to be with her, Loretta, and she's, then she's like, "No, your job is done. Go on ahead. Go, yeah. go back." To your... <laughs> I see. I respected that. She was like, "You know, I'm, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to get my job back. So I'll do whatever I can to." To yeah. get there. So, yeah, so, like I said, burn bridges, whatever. You served your purpose. Get out of yeah. here. We did the deed, and we're good. Like, I don't need you anymore. Like, and then, like, then you see, like, the, the ending montage of, like, Dexter and the kids and Rita all back together. So that's that's a cool. And then and then all the members of the task force getting uh, medals of honor and, like, badges and stuff. Um, and then you see De Dexter is clapping because he knows that parts that nobody's looking for him anymore right now. He's got his happy life back, so he's just ready to find the next person to take on. And um, yeah, and that's pretty much the end of that season. And I actually loved how the season wrapped up. I thought it wrapped up really yeah. good. Um, we yeah, don't have dokes anymore harassing him. Everything that no. we had problems with in the first season with some of the characters are now gone. Yeah. Um, and, um, and like, I was actually thinking, to be honest with you, I thought they would actually get rid of Dokes in the third season rather than the second season. But it was good to actually see them do something kind of different than something by the paint by the numbers that you would actually do with the TV series. So I definitely mm -hmm. love the fact that they got rid of him in the second season rather than waiting until like maybe the third season to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you guys, but like I said before, I, I still think Dokes was like a dick, but. Near the mm -hmm. end of the season, I don't know. I kind of did like him a little bit, like with his one-on-one -on -one with with Dexter. Dexter. You know, it, he didn't seem like all of a bad guy. Like, no. yeah, he was an asshole, but he just yeah. wanted to turn in bad guys. I mean, yeah. And the other sad thing is when Dexter find out what really yeah. happened to his father. That was kind of kind of sad to find out. The last thing, like right before his father died, it was seeing Dexter in the act, and then he had a heart attack. Yeah. And that, and I seen that he his dad commit. No, he didn't have a He committed suicide. Yep. Um, and, and, and that that's what was guilt tripping Dexter the whole time too about should I just give this up? Because the last person, both Dokes and my dad, saw me in the act, and they and like they got like upset. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Stock Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> but yeah. Um so and then finding out from Captain Matthews about what really happened to his dad. That that's what was kind of like a bummer for Dexter to find out that his father figure committed yeah. suicide. And that was kind of a that's kind like, of a deal for Dexter. I felt like he gave up that information too easily. Yeah. Like literally Dexter just asks him, be like, come here, let me tell you. Yeah. Let me tell you a story. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Let me, let me but... wrap up this plot point real quick. <laughs> the funny part I could find was um, right before Deb and M found the cabin, Dexter was about to tell everybody, like, he was t- about to have, he had that dinner with Deb uh, with a steak, him at cooking yeah. the steak, okay. and him going for the mine. I was like, and, and now he's the butcher. And then, like, her either <laughs> laughing it off, <laughs> shoot him in the head, or just arresting him. I mean, yeah. like, and then that was fun. Yeah. That was fun. Like, oh. yeah. Let's see, Mr. Weatherby, hell yeah. <laughs> Another funny bit, though, that I liked was when he was actually trying to sign the get a will together just in case anything happened. Uh, yeah. And Deb's like, Deb's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, people my age, they said that it doesn't hurt to actually have a will. She's like, <laughs> I'm okay. like, you don't have no kids. She's, yeah. yeah. She's like, I-, I want your big screen TV or something like that. Yeah. I mean, is it, it no, is it, it, yeah, is it your TV or is it, your, is it your house? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it was like, yeah, it was, and then, um, and then, so Deb never really truly find out, found out the real truth about her father because Dexter didn't really feel like mentioning it, but, uh, but I like Deb, how she, she just read for Lila's bullshit the whole time. I'm like, really? Like, she got offended with, oh, excuse my tits. Like, <laughs> Which just shows, and I mean, as the series progresses, you see it too, that yeah. she does have good instincts. Like, yeah. Deb's a good cop. And, and then everybody's just like, look, where is this being a, a bitch yeah. to her? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like, I was actually talking to my wife about this. Cause we're, like, we're talking about Deb and how, like, she's a really good like noir character to where you yeah. have this character that has their ups and downs. And I feel like you, you saw at the beginning of this to where she was at like the bottom because yeah. of getting over the ice truck killer. And now she's kind of up top. But if I remember correctly, as the series progresses, she, she goes up and down a lot. Like, yeah. Depending on the season, which I, I always appreciate because it's, yeah, it, you, you have a character and it's, you don't want it to always be smooth sailing throughout the series. Like you might have little, little ups and downs, like little jumps, but I feel like Deb is definitely goes all the way up into the bottom. Like either up, like like, like the high fat. Yeah. Then, or to quote Moneyball high up, like rich, she's a rich team. And then she's a poor team. Mm -hmm. Then there's 50 feet of crap. Then there's Deb. Like, I mean, (laughs) yeah. Start from the bottom. Now we're here. here. (laughs) That's, that's Deb for season two. Yeah, definitely. But you get but, both ends down at the bottom, all the way top. Yeah. But you know, I thought this season was a lot of fun. I can't wait to review season three and everything. So that's pretty much everything that we wanted to talk about. Was there anything else that you guys want to touch on, real quick, or anything? No, I will say that um, when you're when we were talking about, or when you guys were talking about doing season two, I do remember not liking it at all. But on my mm-hmm. second, on this watch through, I actually really, I actually enjoyed it. I didn't think it was bad as uh, I thought it was, <laughs> I guess. So if you guys are, if you've seen the series before and we're thinking about watching along with us to get up to the uh, the new season, um, I would say rec- I'd recommend going back and watching season two. I think it actually benefits 
uh, for a second viewing. I mean, it's like, yeah, um, uh, yeah. Um, Nick just said best part of season two, the last moment of the last episode. <laughs> Well, Nick, that, was, you, that was your fault. That was your part, right, Charlie? When yeah, Jack's yeah. in Paris. Yep. Yep. <laughs> like, yep. I mean, it's like, I mean, when I the first couple episodes, I'm like, oh, like that. And then the then when I watched like four episodes at once, I'm like, okay, isn't as bad as I thought it's been. Especially the when the back end of it, when Dexter getting rid of the Lila and going back with Rita, and then the the whole Doke sequence of him finding out it was Dexter. Like the seat from like the moment I was like I kind of enjoyed the season was when uh when when Dexter headbutts Dokes like he flat out headbutts him like and then Dokes is taken aback by it because Dexter can put up a fight that my only point is we didn't get a true fight between the two of them because I think that would have been a great fight mm. um but like as it progressed it, it got it's it's a little bit better I mean I know there's a lot of down points but there's some good moments in it but. The redeeming factor is Dexter killing Lila in Paris. That was, Definitely. and it was the postcard that gets her. Sets everything right. Yeah. Well, it's really like she's like the main villain of the season. Yeah. Do you think about it? There's no like, like real bad guy. You have, you have Dexter trying to avoid being caught as the yeah. Bay Harbor butcher, and then you have Lila. Yeah. Like you and he kind got- of consider Dokes maybe, but I kind of see mm-hmm. Rita maybe a little bit like at first. Hmm. I would, I would say, say Lila. Yeah, Lila. Yeah, I said Rita too a little bit. I think it's like a tandem, but like mainly Rita because Rita told Dex to go to AA, and then <laughs> when Dex goes to AA, it all goes downhill that for Rita. Yeah, introducing Lila, and then oh, here's my sponsor. Um, and then the sponsor permit, like, uh, yeah. So Rita's the uh, is the the tipping the point of. of Dex downfall and then that's what led to her downfall mm-hmm. um nick said death do, dokes definitely the, the antagonist mm-hmm. yep but that yeah Lila was horrible this whole one she was annoying the whole time yeah, like agree. yeah her accent was just really bad it was like it's just like you couldn't got anybody else to play Lila. <laughs> <laughs> shoot they should have gotten uh elizabeth hurley to play uh lila if they wanted to that, that would have been, been an interesting I think I she would have actually done perfect. Yeah, she would, yeah. but she's got the accent. I mean, I mean, right. yeah, I mean, like Kira Knightley. She kind of yeah. looked like her for some reason. A little yeah. bit. When I was looking at her. Kira Knightley. Look. <laughs> I mean, yeah, or I mean, Kira Knight would have been perfect for Cable. You know, crop top. <laughs> <laughs> Domino. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty much everything that we wanted to cover, guys. But do you have any questions for us in the comments or anything like that as far as what about Dexter or anything like that? If not, we're going to go on ahead and end this. Let's see here. Nicholas says, Lila equivalent to Janice from Friends. Yes. I do agree with that. <laughs> I agree with, you, with that, Nick. <laughs> so anyways, guys, that's actually going to do it for us for the show. Another thing, too, I want to actually mention that we're all also sponsored by Audible. And speaking of Audible, uh, Dexter is at the book's and everything this um this matter of fact the book series is actually out there and everything if you're interested in actually reading dexter so if you want to go ahead and check that out and everything over on audible they actually have the books available i think you mentioned that too sean that they use your free free book when you sign up i think you remember you get one free book right yeah you get a matter of fact you got 30 days for audible for free so go ahead sign up with audible 
get, click the link below. Another thing, too, guys, is if you guys want to, you guys don't have to, but if you want to show us some love, go ahead and donate to us at the GoFundMe link below. Another thing, too, is if you want to go for all your entertainment needs and wants and want to see our movie reviews, TV reviews, TV news, movie news, go to www.movieloversunite.com. You can also follow us at Movie Lovers TV Loves Unite on Facebook, Movie Lovers TV Loves Unite on Instagram. Movie Lovers Unit is where you can actually follow me on Twitter. You guys can also follow me at Twitter at John Gregorio 8 And then we also have a Pinterest at Movie Lovers TV Loves Unite over there as well. That's going to be it for us for tonight. I'm glad that you guys actually had a chance to chat with us a little bit, talk about Dexter. We cannot wait to do Season 3. Go ahead, start up Dexter as soon as you can. Just go from Season 1 and go to Season 2. You want to go ahead and go past where we are on Season 3? Go ahead and do so. If you want to just wait until we review Season 3 and just do a watch-along with us, you can do that too. And always until next time. Bye-bye. See ya. See ya. Hey guys, John here. I just want to talk about something for a minute. We actually have a Patreon up right now in full swing, and that is our $5 a month plan. It's called Movie Lovers Classics. It covers bonus episodes, reviewing classic movies like you're about to listen to right now with the uh, little Caesar review that we just did, early access to episodes, monthly newsletters, shoutouts on the main uh, feed, early access to episodes, and then we also have... All Access Documentary Series Review, which is $10 a month. And that includes bonus episodes, Eli Roth's History of Horror, Early Access to Episodes, Monthly Newsletters, Free Digital Movies, Shoutouts on the Main Feed as well. And then that also includes our classic uh, movie reviews as well. And then our $20 a month plan is our VIP Movie Lover. And that also includes bonus episodes, classic movie reviews, interviews with independent actors, actresses, directors, and comic book writers, and it also includes movie lovers documentaries and early access to episodes, monthly newsletters, free digital movies, and shoutouts on the main feed as well. Go ahead, subscribe to the Patreon. We hope that we'll see you there, and always until next time, guys, bye-bye.